Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, chatting earlier about traffic issues, uh, we're going to continue with that. Uh, we're discussing the economic, economical impact of the recent truck attacks. So will these attacks now lead to higher food prices and also lead to other consequences which the country could face? Joining us now on the line, Darby Roert, Chief Economist of the Efficient Group and also Chairman at Efficient Private Clients Limited. Darby, a very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. I certainly hope I had all your designations correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Good morning to you. Good morning, Darby. Again, thanks uh, very much for yeah coming to chat about, uh, well, <laughs> to put it mildly, a controversial and concerning issue at the moment regarding these truck attacks. Uh, so much speculation going on about uh, uh, well, the police minister has says that there are 12 individuals uh, identified in these attacks, and also syndicates are uh, suspected of being involved, organized crime. But uh, that aside for now, uh, Davi, are we already feeling the impact from a consumer goods perspective? Uh, Michael, I must tell you, I can't hear you very well. So I think the question you asked me is, can we already see the impact? of what we've seen with the trucks recently on the consumer in South Africa. Correct, correct, Davi, yes. correct. Yeah. Well, the, the, the answer is yes, uh, we can already see that, but this is something going back a couple of years. We've yeah. been having this attack on the, on the truck the past six years already. Uh, we know exactly. it, it, keeps, it, it flares up every now and again. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you can't, uh, like most things in economics, you can't draw a one-to-one relationship between uh, an attack on a truck, for example, and the increase in the bed, uh, bread price, as an example. But, you know, all these sort of things that add up. What is clear is that the authorities in South Africa, specifically the police, is not in control uh, of what's going on on the highways. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. are not in control when it comes to the protection of the trucks on the, on the roads. What we also know is that the authorities are just not doing a very good job when it comes to infrastructure. I'm referring to the railroads, uh, for example, right. forcing a lot of trucks on the road. They're not supposed to be there. They're supposed to be in the, those freight supposed to be on the railroads, not on the, on the roads. Um, and we know the railroads are not properly managed. We know the, the, the highways are quite often uh, potholed as well. Yes. Um, and we know that the South African economy is not growing. So, I mean, everything is just eventually adds up. And uh, and I speak to international investors and I speak to local investors all wow. the time. Uh, and the most important thing when it comes to economic growth is it has to do with something called confidence. And there are various indices measuring the confidence in South Africa. And confidence levels in South Africa are currently at record lows. So people simply do not trust government. Simply, People simply do not trust the police. Uh, so people do not see much of a future, economic future in South Africa. They don't invest. Mm-hmm. And the result, of, and the, the result of that is then weak economic growth, high levels of unemployment and poverty and everything. So it's not only a matter of the trucks. It's just mm. about everything in South Africa that is government. Pointing to a, a government that is just not doing its job. And, and, that they, and we can see that by way of weak economic growth and everything that goes with that. Darby, I introduced you as a chief economist of the Efficient Group and chairman at Efficient Private Clients. So on that basis, uh, what uh, have you approached government? Uh, have you, uh, have you uh, combined with, uh, you know, intra- e- economy interest groups to at least, uh, you know, come together and uh, impart upon government and all, you know, concerned parties what the yeah. Situation is and how to resolve this. Yeah, as an economist, uh, I can tell you, as an economist, I mean, I speak, I'm actually on my way to go and speak to, uh, to a conference at the moment, and I speak to international, I speak to mm-hmm. journalists and uh, internationally and locally, I speak to investors, I speak to diplomats, 
I'm going to speak uh, some. I'm uh, going to meet some diplomats next week as well. But I can remember, say, 10 years or 15 years or so ago. Uh, maybe I could just make this call, uh, this point. Uh, I get invited uh, to the South African Reserve Bank. The Reserve Bank is very, very accessible. The Reserve Bank, they have frequent meetings with private sector economists. Mm-hmm. They listen to what the private sector has got to say. Right. So the Reserve Bank, under the leadership of Lesetik on Yahoo, is doing an yeah. excellent job, I can tell you that. Indeed. But when it comes to the rest, when it comes to mm-hmm. the, the Treasury, as an example, I can remember there was a time when I would say something in the press, for example, um, and the Treasury didn't like that, or the Reserve Bank, for that matter, didn't like it. They will give me a call because mm-hmm. we, we've got our, uh, each other's telephone numbers, and they will say, listen, but you made a mistake. Maybe what about this and that? In a friendly matter. Um, sure. Nowadays, uh, nowadays, what happens is that I can say whatever I want to about Treasury. They never call me back anymore. And I've spoken to other private sector economists. So they do not get the kind of feedback from the Department of Finance they used to get. I can remember a time when the Department of Finance called me and asked me about my estimate. A very friendly relationship. It's just not there anymore. Oh. Um, and I, uh, so I'm, I'm afraid that the, 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 the contact between the private sector economists and, and the state is just not what it used to be, except with a, a very important exception sure. uh, of the South African Reserve Bank. You know, uh, but would, for yeah. the rest, the private sector economists mm. is not talking to the, to the state that much anymore. Of course, they have to. Maybe they just don't like me <laughs> anymore. <laughs> maybe they speak to some other economists. Yeah. But the sense that I get is that there's not the relationship that was between the private sector economists and the state is just not what it used to be. You know, Darby, just to touch on what you just said, it seems as if they don't like what you are saying. I think that's the problem, and we need to bridge that gap between, as you are pointing out, the private sector and the government to, you know, at least to combine on an understanding that there's got to be joint collaboration to at least uh, sort this out, because that's what we want. Uh, the, hence the reason why I asked you the question in the first place. Uh, we've got the situation. We must strive now for results and action, uh, you know, and, um, and progress to uh, alleviate uh, this problem and uh, dispel these truck attacks once and for all and get the economy going. Speaking of the economy, from a regional economy perspective, it's also impacting uh, on the area. Countries are now looking elsewhere to channel their goods. Not good news at all. Yeah, well, in the case of South Africa, we are looking at uh, Mozambique, for instance. Mm-hmm. They're exporting through Mozambique in many cases. Uh, I know uh, I know a lot of farmers, and I know the farmers are looking for, for alternative harbors where they can send this stuff out. Um, I, I know some of the stuff has been rechanneled down to Cape Town, as an example, but they've got some issues with the harbors as well. Yeah. Uh, so so I, we have some serious challenges in South Africa, um, sure. just about at all levels. And in fact, you know, when I speak to people about the South African economy, and we, we know what the issues and the challenges are in South Africa, and in fact, we know how to fix those issues and challenges. But I've got this, for some weird reason, politicians just don't want to, they don't want to take those difficult uh, decisions and actually implement it. Um, and, and I think South Africa's problems is not actually economical. That's not the issue. I think we've got a political issue in South yes. Africa, and uh, that's our responsibility as people of South Africa to make sure that we fix politics before we... We, before we can really start looking at the economy and try to fix the economy. Well, Darby, also another factor coming into play is, uh, well, we look at the corruption aspect. Uh, uh, what, what is it? Uh, organized crime, as it's been put, is uh, believed to be coming into play into this also. Well, you know, I'm, I'm on that highway, that blue gang, blue uh, the light brigade. I'm on that highway, very close to where they assaulted that people. Yes. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I, have they been in, arrested? Are they in jail? Mm. Uh, what about these allegations about the deputy president now? I mean, it's all over the place. When are we going to see that uh, these very powerful people that they're actually brought to book? 
Yeah. Uh, we need to see that because it seems to me that some animals indeed are more equal than others. Mm. Rules for some, laws for others, as they say, Darby, in that uh, old adage. Darby, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, we've just about run out of time. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us this morning just to give us uh, yeah, some feedback and background as to you know you. how these truck attacks are impacting on our economy right now. Darby Root, Chief Economist of the Efficient Group and Chairman at Efficient Private Clients Limited.